Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. My name is Tito Kang. I'm the host of Unlock the Leader's Code Live and glad you're with, with us today. We are here talking about the 21 irrevocable laws of leadership, and it's been 15 days straight, so finishing off a third week. Believe that I'm going on 33 podcasts, so getting to the number 50 pretty soon. I might have some surprise for you if you keep on listening. So keep in tune for the surprises that might come your way on Unlock the Leader's Code. Today, the law that we're going to be discussing or sharing with you is the law of victory. That's correct, the law of victory. One of my favorite laws. Now, to illustrate the law of victory, John really shared the story of one of the major victories that has affected our human history. And that is the story of Winston Churchill. So back in Second World War, as the Germans were really going in and starting to invade many countries, and in fact, they just took over in France. They invaded France and took over. Now, they were eyeing England, which is its own island. If you read the history, Ali, I'm an amateur at history, but I've come to find out that, in fact, there are many people in England that were thinking of actually capitulating to Germany. Their thought process, their rationale was that it would save a lot of British lives. In fact, they believed that if they capitulated, they could save many British lives as opposed to going into war. So Winston Churchill did a speech, a speech that goes something like this. We have before us an ordeal of the most grievous kind. We have before us many, many long months of struggle and suffering. You ask, what is our policy? I can say it's to wage war by sea, by land and air, with all our might and with all the strength that God can give us, to wage war against a monstrous tyranny never surpassed in the dark, lamentable catalog of human crime. That is our policy. You ask, what is our aim? I can answer one word. Victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory, however long and hard the road may be, for without victory, there is no survival. In that speech. Now, I read that speech and I say it and it gives me chills. A leader of Churchill's tenure was required during that time. Now, remember as well that Churchill in World War I, I've come to find out, was not very successful in winning battles. But yet, he had the vision of victory in his mind. So let me illustrate with you in my continuation this law of victory. And it was actually provided in the movie Hidden Figures. Now Hidden Figures, you remember, is a story of three African-American women who worked at NASA. <coughs> I'm a 
glass of water here. And Kevin, Al Harrison, which is played by Kevin Cosby, which is the director of NASA, was going up and under a lot of pressure to put an American in space because they were racing against the Russians. And the Russians were actually able to get a person in space before the Americans. So the next race, really the next milestone that they need to beat the Russian to was the moon. Okay. I'm going to leave the conspiracy theorists out there that says that we never really landed on the moon to their discussions. But for the purpose of this, Al Harrison, as he was speaking to Catherine Jackson, who was one of the African-American women who was calculating within that group, doing calculations for the spaceship going into space, he said to her, is that, he said, she said, asked him, do you think it's possible? He says, I know it is. In fact, I'm already there on the moon. I'm already there. The law of victory. That's the only way a leader can inspire hope to their followers. The last example I want to illustrate is Apollo 13. You know the movie with Tom Hanks. The director Gene Kranz, played by, I believe it's Ed Harris, said this, failure is not an option and it has been used many a times. That's again the law of victory at work. Victory is essential, isn't it? So how does a leader create victory? There are three components to victory. Unity of vision. That means that the leader must rally their team around them and create a vision for everyone to pursue. Now interestingly enough, in the law of victory, for continuous victory, Pat Riley, the famous basketball coach, said this, Victory can be a disease. Before a team becomes a championship team, they were pursuing one goal, the unity vision of wanting that trophy, that ring. Might it be Super Bowl, might it be basketball championship, or the Stanley Cup. Once they achieved that, why is it that many, many teams that were strong before can't win the second season? Pat Riley offers this, is that although they fought in their first season before the championship and then they won, they were going after the championship. After that, each player, from what he can notice, started to go and only play for themselves. No longer unity of vision. So a unity of vision is essential if you are a leader and you all are a leader. You're leading your team, your family, your division, your company, your enterprise. If you're a solopreneur, you're leading yourself. You have to have unity of vision. As a solopreneur, that's more, that's easier. However, think about this. If as a solopreneur you have freelancers that you hire, you must engage them in creating a vision. Create a united vision to achieve your victory. The second is diversity of skills which I've talked about as a solopreneur. You must look at different aspects where if you know yourself, which is self-leadership, you understand what your weaknesses are, you must surround yourself in your inner circle with people with different skill set than you that would actually add to your puzzle. So if you are the talent, if you're good at coding but you need someone to administer or manage, you must seek out the manager. If you are the 
leader or manager, but you need the talent. You must seek out the talent to achieve your goal of vision. So think about that to surround yourself with diverse skills. The third is a leader dedicated to victory is a leader that elevates everyone around him or her. Michael Jordan in John Maxwell's book illustrates the fact that he actually tries to elevate everyone around. But I'm going to take another example. It's about hockey. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky was renowned for the fact that he had a lot of assists as much as goals. So he was a great goal scorer, but at the same time, he's also a fantastic passer, elevating all the players around him that helped him achieve, helped them achieve their greatest level of potential. That's what a leader does. So Winston Churchill, to kind of bring it all back around, said this. When you have victory, there are four stages. If you are in war, and every day I believe you are in war, an internal war, an internal war to overcome your ego, overcome your weaknesses, you must have a resolution. In defeat, when you encounter a no, when you don't get that contract, right? You must have defiance. That means you must stand up, raise up, rise up and go at it again. In victory, however, you must be magnanimous. Magnanimous being you must be benevolent. You must continue in victory, help those that maybe you have vanquished. You must be great to the people that have supported you in your battles. And in peace, he says, you must have goodwill. Goodwill it is. I've come to realize this in my short journey in life today. In life or business, however, is not a game. It's not war. War has an end. A game has an end. A season, you know, you get to the end of the Stanley Cup Finals. They call that the Finals. The Super Bowl, is. A, there's a finality to it. Basketball championships, the same. However, in life, there is no such finality, is there? So how do you celebrate those victories? You have those wins. You have those wins each and every day. Because life doesn't end until it does. Your leadership doesn't end until you do. So your victory is daily. When you get back up and go at it again with resilience, dedication, and enthusiasm, consider yourself victorious. So go out there and win today and each and every day. Make every day bandages. If this was helpful, please like, share, and comment. This is Tito saying aloha, mahalo, until I see you next time, live and in person. As I said, make everyday bandages. And as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.